Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. I am standing in Raheem, guys. Right here, right now. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Raheem was the site of the music festival where hundreds were massacred by Hamas terrorists. And I am standing right now in that field. And there are people who have come from all over Israel. I think they've come from all over the globe to to pay their respects, to see what has taken place. I'm trying to think of an area in Indianapolis that could well represent this. It is part fields, part grove. Um, the the roadways are all dirt and, and parking areas, and and then uh, there there's the area where the stage was. There's no, I, I don't think Turkey Run Park uh, is is well applied here. I don't know if the park at Fort Ben uh, works uh, as a way to kind of understand it. It's a pretty large spot. And it is filled not only with Israeli flags, but they started planting trees to honor the dead. And it's just rows and rows and rows of hundreds of trees and the names of the people who were murdered and pictures. And I, 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 I will take some photos and I will share them. It's been one of the big conversations uh, as I, I just... Uh, uh, did a tour of a kibbutz, uh, which is uh, uh, where some people live. We want to call it a village, a bit of a commune kind of feel, one called Berry. Uh, and it was the hardest hit kibbutz. Damage I, di- I didn't see in any picture. No picture that has ever uh, been shown shows the damage. The RPGs, uh, rock propelled grenades, fired into homes from five, six, seven, ten feet away. It's it's massive. Homes that were set on fire because they were trying to burn the people out. Either they would come out so they could get shot and killed or they would die of smoke inhalation. The, the barbarism, we have not begun to understand the level of, of barbarism and not just from the Hamas terrorists. Uh, there are stories that people came through uh, the border at Gaza, which I'm just a few miles away from right now, um, came through, uh, who, who were not quote unquote part of Hamas, but uh, absolutely were there to to do damage and inflicted some of the most radical damage and the most physical abuse on people, as I'm told, from soldiers and and others uh, in 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 my uh, in my travels here. Um, there's been a question though about: Do you take video? Do you take a picture? Isn't it a little bit? ugly. Uh, Just moments ago, I was at the bus stop where people ran to as the terrorists were paragliding in uh, and and trying to be safe. It's it's basically a concrete box and you can see the bullet holes where the bullets tore away at the concrete and the people that died in 
in in this in this concrete box trying to to get away do you take pictures of that and and for me the the answer is yes because documentation is everything telling the story is everything i didn't come here just to see i came here to share and share the story that people like Congressman Rashida Tlaib and Congressman Andre Carson don't share. And shame on them, anybody who wants to talk about Israel and how dare they without talking about Hamas and how dare they. Everything is better when Hamas is gone. Peace can happen when Hamas is gone. There's no debating. We're done with that. I say let's fight. And for all the trolls and fools who show up on my social media feeds, you are what you are and we are what we are. And what we are are people recognizing that there is a disaster in our humanity, a disaster. And that disaster is Hamas, funded by Iran. Hezbollah, funded by Iran. The Houthi rebels, funded by Iran. We have a theme here. This is brutality. And it has been, I started my day 6 a.m. local time, so that would have been 11 p.m. for you guys. And it's just been Non-stop, non-stop, one place after another, one horrible story after another, one, oh my gosh, what am I looking at after another? Uh, I, 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 the, the barbarism is more than we have been told. And so sharing this part of it, uh, um, I am glad I get to do uh, with you. I appreciate it, uh, Craig, giving me a couple minutes on my own show. Um, I've got more reporting going on. We head to the north in a couple of days, but I'll have more for you uh, and on Tony Katz today at noon. And you'll find the videos that we've done at WIBC.com. Uh, Craig, back to you. Thank you very much, Tony. And uh, wow, uh, there's there's no response uh, to what he just said other than um, that's exactly the reason that, and he stated it, that you go there is to share this information. So I agree with you wholeheartedly, Tony. Take pictures, uh, give us information. Uh, update us on on everything there. Uh, make this something that everyone understands. But wow, uh, is also my reaction. A quick break. A lot more. Uh, Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, ninety three WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt and Carl hanging out as they do every morning on this show. Uh, you just heard from Tony. You'll hear from him again uh, just after the uh, 8 o'clock hour uh, as we get to the things he's reporting uh, uh, to us, uh, back to us uh, from Israel. And they're, they're moving. I'm still moved by the one I just played a few uh, minutes ago, but that's coming up again later in the show. Uh, Burger King has decided to troll Wendy's. I had no idea when Matt Bear mentioned to me like two days ago that Wendy's was introducing dynamic pricing, that this is a three-day story. I had no idea it'd keep coming up in the news. I don't know if, Matt, if you had an inkling that this was going to be a, a big one uh, in the world of, I don't know, trolley social media stuff. Oh, after Wendy's nuked the idea, I thought we'd never hear from Wendy's again. Uh, I just <laughs> thought that they would close it up, board it up, be done. To be fair, we didn't hear from Wendy's. We heard from Burger King. Right, apparently right. people really loved Burger King. Did you see what they said? No, I did not. No, what did they say? So on Twitter, Burger King said, the only thing surging at BK is the fire. Uh, we don't believe in charging people more when they're hungry. 
free Whopper or Impossible Whopper with a $3 purchase on the BK app starting Friday. So they're they're already taking shots at each other now on social media. You know, I, I don't know why, but if there was going to be a wise A that comes out and gets after Wendy's about this, I'd figure it'd be Burger King because they've kind of been a master's <laughs> class in advertising in the last sure. couple of decades. I mean, Burger King is funny. You'll never hear yes. those words again, by the way. Burger King is funny. They had an ad. <laughs> Do you remember the freakishly uh, big-headed king that they used to have that yes. walked around the red? These commercials, a lot of people were like, these are awful, these are horrible, and I'm like, I can't forget it this is a brilliant ad campaign and then they turned it into an original xbox game that was awful but it was great marketing i mean these guys really know what they're doing all right i was with you with almost everything you said there and then you said you played the burger king xbox game and i need to know more did you buy this matt listen i I didn't want to have myself like i was actually playing it but yeah i might have tried it once or twice (laughs) i mean you know you you have a controller you have the paddle in one hand a a whopper in the other and your life is set you know i mean who needs women you you don't i get it everyone makes the mistake of going to the video game store purchasing that video game taking it home putting in their xbox and eating burger king while you play it everybody does that by accident man well i mean you know the those that really want to, uh, you know, get rid of their youth in the most unproductive manner. That's the best way to do it right there. Yeah. You know, there used to be a McDonald's video game on Nintendo. I, I No one's yes. going to remember this. Oh, I just I remember. Did. How, did, did you know it? Yeah, I played it. Yeah, I had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it was, was it? It was called like the McDouble Kids or something. Uh, the McKids or something. The Mickey Kids or yeah. something. And it was just an advertisement for McDonald's. Of course right. it was. You know, it was a McDonald's right. game, but it, it was absolutely yeah. horrible, just like the Burger King uh-huh. game was. And it was a time when you know fast food corporations could get away with that. That now, if you Anything. see like Burger King or McDonald's on a video game, you know it's going to suck. <laughs> but then we were kind of right. we were a little more gullible because we were younger. You oh know? yeah. No, it's I, I just started to remind, like, I forgot about that entirely, and I just started to remember that, like, you collected coupons and stuff, and, like, you had to <laughs> yes, get Happy Meals. Like, yes. it, was, it was definitely an advertisement. It was terrible. It was, oh, well, it was. You had Super Mario was, Brothers but, over here and McKids over here, you know? You pop in Mario <laughs> Brothers every time. I love that easy. we both played McKids. Anyone else in our group with Matt and I that played McKids, let us know. Text the station, do something. Maybe we all get together at get some sort of video game bar. I want to <laughs> go back through it, seriously. Emulated. That's not like fun. No. I'm going to be so sad when I notice how much of an advertisement it is. And as a kid, I didn't totally get it. That's going to make me feel very dumb. Uh, I saw this story. I don't know why I like this so much. NYU scientists looked into why humans evolved to not have tails anymore. At least they're claiming we had tails as a Catholic. I don't know. I I don't see tails in the Bible. But I'm I'm (laughs) thinking my biggest confusion. I know. My biggest confusion with this, though, is apparently they're saying that the tails were more harm than good. They caused, like, back problems and other things. So our bodies just eventually dropped them, is what they're saying. And they saw this in, in mice as well. They'd get rid of their tails if they were causing health issues. How do you react to humans had tails, but uh, they were more harm than good? All I can think about, and this is just me, is um, if a woman had a tail, would that be a deal breaker? And <laughs> and I'm thinking it's, and, and to me, it's just, I mean, it's something to talk about, you know? I mean, you compliment yeah. her dress, you compliment her tail. Right. It's the same thing. It's like, but you don't start with that. It's kind of like, hey, um, no. you know, what are you into? You know, you look nice. I like your eyes. Yeah. Um, you got a great tail, and but right. you're actually referring to the tail and not the bottom. So, you know, I think it's, you know, it's- it plays. It works. It's interesting that you say, I love that you say it that way, because I think the first date, you can't even really bring up the tail. She's probably nervous about it. She thinks you're going to get, you know, right. a little bit weirded out because she's the only person that has a tail. And depending on how, how much you like the rest of the lady, I think you go two or three dates 
before you even start talking about the tail. That's an excellent point. I mean, it's like uh, yeah. dating somebody in the adult entertainment industry. You don't bring it up initially, <laughs> but eventually you begin to build this bond, and then you can talk about anything. Uh, it's, it, you uh, do uh, need to talk about it at some point. She has yeah. a tail. You know, but, it's, Matt, it's okay. I, I think you're you're hilarious, and I adore you, but uh, as we talk, there's always that moment where I'm like, yeah, I don't know anymore, because you. it sounds like you've dated some adult industry people. I've never had that experience. I have I not. Know. I, I have know. not. It's on my bucket list, though. It really is. <laughs> is it? Okay, yeah, good. Well, we can fix that. Indianapolis, you just heard this. Uh, Matt Fair. I'm not dating an Indianapolis into- porn star, no. <laughs> Sentences I never thought I'd hear on the radio uh, from that bear. No, no. uh, one last one. I do love this story. This is awesome. Uh, petty parents uh, got mad at a babysitter uh, that ate two pieces of cake while she was babysitting uh, their children. So they sent a bill to the mom of the the girl who was babysitting, and the mom was irate. She went on on Reddit. She complained. She said, "Who's the uh, jerk?" She went to one of my favorite places on Reddit. And people all weighed in by saying, absolutely, this is petty. Absolutely, this is dumb uh, that the parents of the children who had the cake uh, tried to bill for the cake after it was eaten. I will say I have one caveat. I do think it's petty. I do think it shouldn't have happened. But you probably shouldn't just be randomly eating other people's food in their home without asking them. Like, it feels like there's a rudeness to the behavior, even if I wouldn't have sent a bill for it. If you're eating people's food randomly, you better be breaking into the house. That's that's pretty much it. You better <laughs> you better be yeah. doing the full-on thing. You know, get the drink. Right. Listen, no, just have some common decency. These people hired you for a job. You know, they're mm-hmm. putting some trust in you. They're saying, hey, we trust you with our kids. You know, maybe not eat the food. To me, if I was a babysitter, and seriously, and I did that, I, I would be like, I'm going to lose my tip here. Right. You lose your oh, tip. Yeah. You lose your gratuity. So, you know, At do the, the job. Least. Be professional. Right. 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 But I just can't imagine the whole writing out the receipt thing and then sending it over to the other mom and then, you know, feeling like it was a good idea. There's a moment where my um, uh, pride, I don't know what it even is that I'd call it, <laughs> would kick in and I'd be like, I can't do this. I can't go this far in my anger about the cake. Uh, depending on how good the cake is, I guess maybe I could go a little bit further, but I'd never do that. Yeah, take the take the high school babysitter to small claims court. There you go. You really, <laughs> really light yeah. her up. Yeah, you have like an actual map of the amount of cake that she's eaten. We're like, this is 37% of the cake we spent $27 on. So we're looking for that money back plus uh, emotional damage. This is my we lawyer, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> nice to meet him. We're going to send you back yeah, to the Stone Age now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so to recap, in this segment, we learned that Matt Bear would like to date a porn star, but not from Indianapolis. Sure. And then also... And then, and then also that he's not surprised because Burger King is hilarious that they made fun of Wendy's. I'm, I'm on board, man. This I is love fantastic. Burger King. I, I could eat a Whopper. I right do too. How, how could you not? And, yeah. and both of us played the McKids video game. We want other people in on it. We're going to do a whole event. I can't promise that's actually going to happen. Uh, Matt, you got some traffic for us? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Yeah, this Allisonville road closure is a big deal. It's at 146th Street. It starts today. They're building a roundabout there. And basically, Allisonville Road is going to be closed before to the south and to the north of 146th Street. Our sentence on this is going to be about 90 days, and then that area should reopen. So basically, look for Allisonville Road at 146th Street to reopen sometime after the race. Indianapolis 500. Looking at northbound 37, stop and go traffic from Appler Avenue up to 46. That's a construction zone. Traffic sponsored by B Window. A B Window is more than a pane of glass. It's specifically designed to bring more light, warmth, and inspiration into your home. And for a limited time with me, get 45% off with no payments or interest for 20 months. I'm Matt Bear with uh, Traffic on the Fives. Uh, Follow us at WIBC Traffic. 
Thank you, Matt. Scattered showers, mainly after 11 a.m. today. Increasing clouds, high of 45. Right now in downtown Indianapolis, it is 30 degrees. That temperature is brought to you by the American Standard Heating Weather Center of 93 WIBC. 736 Friday morning. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Um, a whistleblower who is also a, um, you know, doctor, uh, her name is Jamie Reed, uh, testified in front of Congress the other day about uh, gender-affirming care for um, a lot of the things that are happening and being discussed right now in the world of politics, but also just in the world of, like, parents and humanity. I don't talk about this topic as much as as many other people do, uh, mostly because I don't have kids. Not that I dismiss the importance of it, but I, I don't have children of my own that I, I feel a need to protect. So it's not a day-to-day life, um, you know, reminder for me of what what's at stake or what's, um, you know, being debated. Uh, but this woman and the way in which she spoke really seems to bring home uh, a lot of these ideas. And by the way, uh, the reason I'm even choosing to play this audio is how she describes herself after saying what she says about her personal experience, her professional experience, and her change of heart in a belief that something was okay that she now thinks is not okay. Uh, she describes herself as as a Democratic voter, uh, as a, a a gay woman. Uh, she's she's married to someone that that she says is transgender, and yet she's advocating against gender affirming care. Uh, some people be like, why would you play audio of a person, um, you know, that, that seems like they're on a certain side of the political aisle or whatever, because it, it demonstrates the nuance in the conversation that even people with as much experience or as much connection to these these communities of people is saying the same thing that some conservatives, many conservatives are saying, and conservatives are being called hateful for how they're going about it. But here, I just thought this audio was so impactful, I had to play it today. Good morning. My name is Jamie Reed. I have a master's of science in clinical research, and I worked in a pediatric gender center in St. Louis, Missouri. I was a firm believer in pediatric gender medicine. In my four-year tenure there, I saw many children receive so-called gender-affirming care that ended up leading to significant harms and poor outcomes. I'm a passionate advocate for these kids, and so I spoke out as a whistleblower to bring about reforms. We had patients in my tenure detransition. We had patients in my tenure have total radical mastectomies and express regret within months. Wow. I counseled patients who had vaginal lacerations due wow. to the atrophy from testosterone, who we had to send directly to the emergency room, who then went directly into emergency surgery. I am a lifelong Democrat, a gay woman, and my spouse is trans. As a Democrat, I adamantly disagree this is a left and right issue. And as a gay woman, I implore Democrats to consider how medicalization of children and adolescents will harm young gay and lesbian people. Uh, yes, uh, to all the things that she said there. Um, the, the harm being done is being uh, hidden. And it's they're pretending as though they being the politicians and the people talking about this, they're pretending as though there isn't harm. Uh, because the only way to win certain arguments that exist in our society right now is to deny some of the truth and only focus on the things that they believe, again, the Democrats, the political parties of the world, reinforce their stance and make the other side seem evil and terrible and whatever ist or, or phobic that they want to uh, say people are. And, and even more important on this topic, and I, I don't mean to 
to belabor these points for too long, but even more important on this topic is the idea that mental health itself is something that's now becoming more and more confusing to more and more children because they're being told about solutions that they believe will help them that don't. It would be like you going to the doctor, the doctor saying you have a serious medical condition, whatever it might be, and I have the treatment for you. And then you go through a treatment that's uniquely, um, I, I mean, I can't even really compare to the stuff that they're doing out of kids in this situation, but whatever it is, you, know, you go through the treatment and it doesn't work. It, it completely fails. And so you put all that effort in and, and nothing um, resolves as far as whatever the problem was. They, they misdiagnose you uh, essentially, and you got to go back and find a different treatment. And then think of that devastation if you're a child and think of that devastation if you changed your body. Uh, I, I can't fathom. Uh, some of those things and how parents would react to it. But to me, uh, this should be the resounding uh, version of, of information from someone inside uh, the system uh, that's, that's saying it's broken. All right, one other quick thing that I'll, I'll throw out there before I take a break, and I love this story. Uh, producer Carl just sent it to me, and I figured after something serious, uh, we needed a bit of a palate cleanser. Uh, but the uh, New York Attorney General, Latia James, is suing one of the largest producers of beef over cow farts. Uh, this is essentially what she's saying. She says emissions are bad. You got you got a lot of beef, and because of that, you got a lot of cows, and all those cows are farting. And I, I want to make sure that they're not. Um, people are accusing this of being greenwashing and misleading the public about the environmental impact of a thing that they can't figure out. If you make a lot of beef by having a lot of cows, I don't know how you get them to stop farting. I, I don't know what the process is here, and I don't even think that's really been thrown out in there. Uh, and I don't really want to know what the ideas could be. But I, I do love the fact that someone who went after Trump and said that she's absolutely not doing this for any sort of political reason. She's 100 percent doing this because it's important. And these are the cases New York needs to focus on is now trying to sue a beef manufacturer for cow farting. <laughs> you don't make this stuff up, people. It's just real. Uh, quick break. A lot more. Uh, Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Holland filling in. Uh, Matt and Carl hanging out as they do every single morning on this show. Uh, I, I live in Illinois, and um, I recently went to a, a preseason thing. Well, recently is not true. I guess this is almost uh, half a year ago now. A preseason thing for the Chicago Bears, and they let regular people uh, do the combine. Uh, the way that the professional athletes or the college athletes that are going to the NFL do. I know the combines in Indianapolis right now. Have you guys ever done this, uh, Matt or Carl? Have you ever tried any of the combine events and gotten any of your times? Not me. No, not you. And Matt, not you <laughs> no, either. I, 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 it looks like Matt's like waving us off. No, no, I was, I was oh, waving okay. to you. I was like, I was like Carl? <laughs> Sorry. Not me. I'm always at Carl work. Carl and I, I work it, go we're working on our communications issues. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any like way to talk Fair to enough. Carl. And Carl's my friend. It depresses me. Um, <laughs> it's no. I, I've never done a combine. As a matter of fact, okay. I can't remember the last time I ran 40 yards. To be honest, yeah. so I, I'm I'm going to encourage anyone that's not in like 
shape that they used to be in themselves not to do this. I don't think you should do it. I don't think you want to know your numbers and then look at how your numbers, you know, match up to, and I'm not going to give you any of my numbers, by the way, but it, it, <laughs> it seems fun and then it's not fun. Uh, but the reason I bring this up is because Tom Brady recently tried the 40-yard dash to see if he could beat his time from when he was in his 20s, and he did. At 46 years old, he ran faster than he did when he was 22 in a 40-yard dash. That's just wrong. That's just not fair. That just shouldn't be happening. Uh, really, this whole segment is just to complain about Tom Brady. Well, this whole—I mean, this agitates me a little bit. Well, one, it's Tom Brady, and, <laughs> and and believe it or not, the Indianapolis Colts have a little bit of a history with this guy. Um, I've never heard. Yeah, yeah, there used to be. Who was our quarterback? Shocking. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, we had a guy. Who knows? It was really good. <laughs> but Manning. Oh, yeah, was, thank was you, good? thank you. I was waiting all day on that. I was going to say Phil Rivers. Um, no, I, love I couldn't Phil. tell what was sarcastic. Yeah, I, I love Phil Rivers. In fact, but um, okay, listen, Tom Brady has a gazillion dollars and he was a professional football player all his life uh, from college from michigan to the nfl to now with his resources that he has he's been able to live this particular lifestyle with these the best trainers in the world and the best science in the world and and he is ahead of everything he's ahead of you know if there's no I, i i don't want to insinuate that but he has all the stuff, and it's better stuff than what we have. The kind of life he lives and the fact that he's oh. running a, a 40-yard dash at that speed doesn't surprise me because he has the tools. I can't run sure. 40 yards right now to save my soul, but that, sure. th- that's no, okay I, because I'm very realistic. I'm a real person. Tom Brady is not. I like I like that you said that he has the stuff and that he didn't want to insinuate anything. I'll go ahead and do it because Indianapolis is going to embrace it. Steroids. Tommy's probably <laughs> lo- loaded up with the steroids. Who knows? I have no idea, but I'm guessing he is. And Indy, all of everyone agrees, Manning would have never done steroids. He didn't need them. No, he was no, He was an amazing no. quarterback. That Tom Brady, though, <laughs> got to be a lot of the steroids. You just became Indianapolis' new favorite son, Craig, right there. Well done. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do an expose uh, where I have absolutely nothing to back up my facts and I just keep throwing them out there. Um, Another thing I found that I like a lot, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to position this as best I can before I play it. Cause the audio is only so convincing, but I believe that our, our human experiences are all similar. I think a lot of people right now are totally fine with going to a job, especially in customer service and demonstrating they're not happy to be there to customers. Like they're grumpy. They're, they're mean. You walk in, you see mean face person and you ask them a question and they give you mean answer. And then you walk away like, what did I do? I, I think I did. I, I think they exist a lot more places than we used to have in, um, in customer service. A case in point to me is this viral video where a dude is trying to order a, a minute made, not lemonade version, I guess some other flavor at a drive through. And the woman is making absolute fun of him uh, in the drive through speaker because she doesn't think they have two different forms of drink product made by the same company. So here's a little bit of audio of this. It might be a stretch where I'm taking it, but I think there's a lot of people who have these snarky kind of attitudes these days. Got peach flavor? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, Mini Maid, not lemonade. Mini Maid juice. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Mini Maid is lemonade, but it's okay. Whatever it's okay. It yeah, not lemonade, though. I love the it's okay part. The it's okay, whatever you want. Minute Maid is lemonade. I know you want peach, but I'm not listening to you. Am I right about this? Are there a lot of people in customer service right now who don't mind showing you they're not having a good day? 
I haven't encountered anymore. That would bother me, though, a, a little bit. I'm, I'm like, what, what the hell? I'm reading the menu here. You know, give me a break. Right. Uh, you, you're on the job. I'm yes. on the job. I'm trying to get through right now. It's just let, let's make our lives easier. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what I do notice is sometimes, and this happened to me at, at the butcher the other day. I was at the butcher, and I, I nice. walked in at 7 o'clock. They were shutting things down, starting to cover the chicken, and I was like, oh, hey, man, do, do you mind? Please, please love you. Do you mind packaging up a couple of pounds of chicken? <laughs> you know, oh, Come you're on. the best. Thank you. And I'm just showering them with compliments and he mm-hmm. looks at he looks like he wants to murder me and it's it's because <laughs> and I'm he has so, a butcher knife and he has a butcher yeah. knife carl thank you he's probably he's probably covered in blood too he's covered in blood he's wearing a jason mask it, it was crazy <laughs> and um and, and i'm thinking to myself i'm walking away and yes he was a little bit surly with me but i was sure. like you know you did walk in when they were closing up so sometimes nah, I, I wonder when we just hear these viral clips is what's the bigger portion of the story in this case yeah i was pushing a little bit and yes i knew that they were closing and i was trying to get in right before they ramped up the chicken and and i did but i still made his job a little bit harder and he was surly he was tired you know what i love he was tired he worked his ass off all day i mean i get he was all packed up he was ready to go home I, i get all the things you know what i love about your story though is i have a butcher shop near me that i go to and i know the guys and whenever somebody starts to complain about something while well, they're at the little table asking for stuff and if they're getting real crazy, I, I love what they do. They go, all right, you know what? I, I can't help you. I'm going to go get, you know, this other guy. He's going to come out from back and help you. And I got to move on to another customer. And they always bring out the dude that's doing the butchering. So he is covered <laughs> in blood and he's holding his knife and he that's walks so right awesome. up to the, the terrible customer and is like, what do you what do you need? And like, I've, I've seen it happen. They go, uh, no, no, nothing. I don't need like he looks insane. And this dude is just all day like butcher guy. They they do yeah. uh, deer and everything for people. So he he looks as intimidating as a human possibly can. And maybe a lot more offices need that guy. The other guy in the back customer. is walking around a severed hand. So be glad you got him. Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. Absolutely. All right, <laughs> Pat, you got some tra-